We've got soccer, girls soccer here later this morning, this early afternoon. So it's a, a fun but busy day at the high school. So you get to keep busy with all that fun stuff throughout the day, huh? Absolutely. All right, let's see what else we got going on. Yeah, we got So how does this all work with this varsity and the scrimmage and stuff? There's multiple schools in here. There's several teams here. Mm-hmm. How's that working? Uh, good. You know, each, uh, so South St. Paul, Faribault, uh, Rochester, Lourdes, and Cannon Falls are here, and they each bring their own different teams. And uh, they kind of go into different sections of the field, uh, you know, one on one and one on the other. And, and then they just line up and they play. There's no referees. You're just running plays, um, you know, looking at how the defense would, is, you know, going, how the offense, we block in the way we need to block, or, right. you know, just getting good coaching. Kind of scrimmaging, just going one-on-one. Yeah. The coaches are basically whistling the play dead and yeah, whatever. Absolutely. It's a quick up. play, um, but it's a great experience for the, for the guys and, and the kids playing. Because I think they is it next Friday night they uh, they start the season I believe. Uh, actually, it's uh, next Wednesday. Wednesday, interesting. Yeah, they uh, they they decided last year that they wanted to go early, so we, I think we travel over to West next week and away we go. We get started. Well, let's talk about the guy in that chair over there, uh, John Mahal. Uh, you've got quite a shall I say resume. Uh, you were just you just took over activities director, I believe, earlier June, July, yep, May, somewhere. July there. one, yep. July one. You kind of took that over for Bubba Sullivan there, and um, you came from Albert Lee as the principal, but you've also been an assistant principal up at Shakopee. You were the assistant men's basketball coach for Saint Olaf for thirteen years or fourteen years or something like that. Yep. Talk to me about you. You you were a teacher first. You were a teacher in Northfield. So, yep. all right, where where's John from? Where did he go, and how did he end up where he is today? Yeah, um, you know, out of college, I, I uh, you know, came here, uh, had the opportunity. I knew Coach Kaz at St. Olaf, so I was doing summer camp. And at that time, uh, someone kind of mentioned, hey, we have a teaching job open. You know, I had my license. I wasn't, you know, really set to do anything uh, specific at that point. So I interviewed. It worked out real well. And, uh, you know, came down here in the fall of 01. I had the opportunity, yes, to teach as a special education teacher. And then uh, I also helped coach that year on the girls' soccer team and in the fall. And in the winter, yeah, I was an assistant for Coach Cause, you know, volunteering there. And uh, we we moved down, or I moved down the, the next fall, uh, in, in the fall of '02, And we've kind of been here ever since and growing our family and, and uh, doing our thing. This is, this is home. So uh, you graduated Cumberland College back in 2000, I believe. Yep, Cumberland College down in Kentucky. Yep. Okay. Are you from Kentucky originally? No, I'm from Minneapolis. Wow. Uh, my basketball, I guess, talents took me uh, first to community college, at Minneapolis Community College, and then uh, down to Kentucky there. That's where I met my wife. Did they recruit and, you down there, or did you yep, just yeah. happen to one day say, you know what, I'm going to go down and check out Kentucky? <laughs> no, uh, I was at a couple of different camps, and, and they, I guess, saw me and thought I had some potential, and uh, you know, the rest is history in terms of being able to go down there. It, it was great to go because, first and foremost, I can definitely tell you, uh, basketball in Kentucky is real is it? <laughs> you know, I mean, they, they love it they live it they breathe it it's a real uh thing and actually the first fall that i was down there they won the well the national title oh wow i was in tubby smith was coaching there so oh, nice uh the, the entire state was pretty uh excited shall yeah. i say well it was actually just because you're coming down there you oh, realize yeah. what that yeah, was absolutely. about they, they yeah. knew you were coming to cumberland Ga- college <laughs> so 
Um, did you check out the school ahead of time? Did you do anything about it? Did you, had you ever been to Kentucky? Have you ever been down South before? No, I hadn't been down there before. And, and you're, you're from Minneapolis. So that's gotta be like a culture shock. Yeah. So there was a lot of conversation with obviously my family ahead of time. Like, okay, is this something that we, cause if I go, my parents aren't really going to be able to see me play a lot. Cause there wasn't live streaming and, and everything that there is now. Um, but it, it was it was hard to pass up, you know, the the full ride basketball offer and and just let's go make the best of it and go learn a new area, a new community, um, new region of the country. And and I, you know, learned a lot about myself being able to go and and have that experience where I don't have all my supports, you know, in the area. Um, and it was just it was a great experience. Like a lot of uh, teammates from all over. Uh, so that was a lot of fun as well. So you say you met your wife down there, yeah. And then did you get? Were you were you married when you were still in college, or did you wait until you were out of college and then you? No, nope. uh, we probably got married uh, probably about two, three, three years after we got out of uh, of college. There, you were already here by then. Yep. Okay, so she came with you, not yeah, knowing. What... I was very <laughs> lucky to uh, for her to come up this way because um, again, this is a brand new area for her, or it was at the time. And uh, so, yeah, it was a uh, it was a big, I don't say a shock for her, but just you know, again, area where she doesn't have her supports either, right? Um, so I was very fortunate in that respect, right? But she had never experienced snow before, not or had way, she? Not the way that we have. She's yeah. from Ohio, okay. Uh, so you know, we kind of you know, there's snow, there's ice, all the fun, but uh, sure, not like a Minnesota winter. Yeah, no kidding. So then you came up. How did so you then you? Again, you were t- attending a camp at St. Olaf. Is that was the deal? So that is that what kind of brought you up here, back up out here, or did they have the job then, and you just came right out of Kentucky, out of there, and you came up here to teach? Yeah, you know, when I came up, I knew a coach was kind of running a, a camp, um, you know, for kids. So I just, I, you know, just going to work it for uh, at St. Olaf for Coach Cos, and uh, you know, it was something where. I had a relationship with him previously, um, just from through basketball connections, and uh, I knew that okay, if I'm going to be here, I still want to be involved with college basketball. I love college basketball. It's it's just for me, it's where it's at, and uh, I just my first year there, like I said, I mean, I just I wasn't even paid anything. It was just complete volunteer. Let me get in and and see how things work and and you know, work, hopefully work my way up. And, uh, so it started, you know, like I said, in the, in the fall of 01 and, uh, you know, I stayed with it for 16 years. So it was uh, a good run there and I still miss it. Um, just with all the recruiting, the, the games, the practices, just, you know, all the, the pieces that go about it. I mean, it's, it's a lot of fun. Mm. And, uh, even know, the recruiting part, huh? It's because changed a lot. Now we know with the name and likeness and stuff like that. That's craziness now. I don't even know how they can even deal with it. But back then, there was none of that either. Correct. And, you know, really what was great about it was, you know, you, yeah, you get, here's your list of kids that you may be interested in. They, they would have the grades to get into school and, and, and whatnot. Um, but just the relationships that you're able to establish over the time of recruiting. Yeah, we have, and Coach has so many more now, um, but just the amount of weddings that we've been to, um, special events that we still are invited to. I mean, they're, again, they're family for life, and I, I'm just so appreciative of being able to have that opportunity. 
then, um, so somewhere along the line there, there must have been more. I know you attended further, you further educated yourself. You got your master's over there at the, um, at Cumberland, actually, and then uh, mm-hmm. St. Mary's University. You've got a master's degree uh, as well in St. Mary's. There was a St. Mary's over there. You, um, uh, it says superintendency and educational system administration yeah. that you graduated from as well. So a lot of education. And actually, you just wrapped that up here recently. Yeah, that was last year uh, where I finished uh, that. And I was able to, uh, during my internship hours, I worked with the uh, the previous superintendent in Albert Lee, uh, Dr. Funk. But then I also had an opportunity to work with uh, Dr. Hillman here in Northfield. Um, which is a great experience to be able to see and learn and listen and just, again, be a part of uh, just that overall experience uh, to try and teach me or prepare me to, if I am maybe one day going to be in that seat, what could that look like? So was this, I mean, obviously you love basketball and you love to be a part of the basketball, but then in December of 2014, all of a sudden an assistant principal job comes open in Shakopee. Yep. When you were growing up as a child in Minneapolis playing ball, were you did you see that writing on it, or were you thinking you were going to be a pro basketball player, and then well, then you realized that maybe you weren't, and then was something driving you or motivating you to now go down this path, or was that always something on your mind? You know, I, I had always wanted to be a part of activities, athletics, because that's just growing up. That's who our family kind of has been about. Um. As I was teaching here in Northfield, uh, you know, I, again, I'm a real big observer, and I really liked what I saw in terms of, okay, if I'm going to maybe think about more leadership opportunities, again, what could that look like? How could I maybe be involved? Um, and also, uh, on the, the pay scale, the more education that you get, especially as a teacher, you know, your, your salary has a chance to increase. Um, and so that was, I'm like, well, if I, if I want my salary to increase, great. But I also want to get a, a licensure or something out of it that maybe I could also utilize uh, just for my own career. So that's why uh, administration seemed to be, like I said, kind of just an interest, uh, a kind of a, I don't want to say a calling, but just kind of like, huh, I think I could do that. And uh, so, yeah, so I went back to school. I uh, got my, again, my education, my licensure pieces there. And, um, you know, fortunately, uh, it was really odd timing because typically you don't leave mid, mid-year mid to go uh, to another school district to, for another job. Um, but when that opened up at the time, you know, Dr. Hillman and the superintendent there uh, in Shakopee, you know, they had a conversation and they allowed it to happen. And I was able to go in December of fourteen. Uh, to go be an assistant principal there at uh, Sweeney Elementary in Shakopee. Well, and then, of course, the next step makes perfect sense at that point. Why would you stop and be an assistant principal when you can become a principal? Absolutely. Um, So then you went to to Albert Lee. And, again, was that one of those deals where you saw the opening and you applied for it, or did they recruit you, bring you down there? Just totally saw the the opportunity. And I had been there, been at Albert Lee a couple different times through coaching here in Northfield. so I didn't know much about the community. I didn't know much about kind of what was available. I knew the previous principal or the principal that was at that building. Because um, funny enough, the previous two principals at Hawthorne were both from Northfield uh, prior to me getting there. Um, 
And so I just applied and, uh, again, fortunate enough to be offered the position and that has been uh, my world for the last five years up until, you know, July of, of this year. Interesting. John Mahal, the activities director for the Northfield Raiders, joins us this morning on the program. We're going to take a quick break, and uh, we're going to come back, and we're going to talk a little bit more with John. And we're going to be talking um, more about stuff that uh, makes sense, if that if that makes sense to you. <laughs> but uh, that's all coming up here in just about a minute or so. So uh, stick around. Two, two, two minutes. We'll be back. Two and two. This is Barb from Professional Dental Group, letting you know that the doctors and staff of Professional Dental Group are proud to call themselves Northfield Raiders sports fans. Whether scheduling for an implant, mouth guard, or general visit, we look forward to providing you with the same exceptional care that Professional Dental Group has delivered for over 45 years. So on behalf of Dr. Becky Johnson, Dr. John Nowak, Dr. Brian Cravey, Dr. Tyler Yonke, and Dr. Mallory Peterson, go Raiders! When it's time to consider a new home, look to Johnson Ryland Homes. This is Paul Ryland from Johnson Ryland Homes. Whether you'd like to find the perfect home or customize the one you already have, Johnson Ryland is here for you. Check out some of our finely crafted homes and award-winning designs. Then we can bring it all together to give you that perfect home you could spend a lifetime in. Hit our website today, jrbr.builders. Johnson Ryland Builders and Remodelers, where custom-built homes meet your budget and your dreams. Northfield Construction Company is proud to be celebrating 50 years in business. We are very thankful for the support and trust the Northfield community has given us in that time to build quality residential and commercial projects. As we prepare for the next 50 years, Northfield Construction Company will now be called NCC Builders. The new name keeps the tie to our past and also prepares us for the next 50 years of building our greater southern Minnesota community. Call us today for your next project at 507-645-8975 or visit us online at nccbuilders.com. Thank you, Northfield, for making the past 50 years. Northfield Ford Chrysler is the home of the best price guarantee. There is no question. We have the best price in the area for new Ford, Chrysler, Dodge, Jeep, and Ram. If not, we'll make it so. Bring in your deal in writing from another dealership, and if we can't match it or beat it, we'll write you a check for $500. Get started shopping. Stop in to Northfield Ford Chrysler, take a test drive, and we'll get you the best price on a new vehicle, guaranteed. Go Raiders! From everybody here at Northfield Ford Chrysler on Highway 3 in Northfield. There's nothing better than riding my bike and spending time outside. When knee pain started to get in the way, I knew it was time to find help. I did my research and chose the orthopedics team at Northfield Hospital and Clinics. I was impressed by their personalized care. They really took the time to listen to my concerns so I could make an informed decision. Three months later, I couldn't be happier. My knee feels great and I'm back outside. I appreciate the extra care I got from the orthopedic team at Northfield Hospital and Clinics. Uh, welcome back to uh, the Raider Wrap right here on the 95.1, the 1, and AM 1080 KYMN. It is a beautiful, beautiful Saturday morning. 65 degrees currently on its way to about 74. Beautiful clear skies and sunshine. It's about 20 minutes after 10 o'clock here at KYMN. And my guest is the activities director, John Mahal, who originally grew up in Minneapolis and then kind of worked his way from Kentucky back up to Northfield and then back down to uh, Shakopee and then to Albert Lee, and he has landed back here uh, in Northfield. So let's talk a little bit about that, John. So you were driving back. I I didn't didn't even know this. You were commuting back and forth to Albert Lee. Um, That had to be kind of an interesting 
uh, endeavor for how long? Was that were you five literally years, doing that for years. five years? Yeah, that's a, uh, a lot of windshield time. I went through a couple pairs of uh, or sets of tires. <laughs> I'd uh, say multiple south of the gas station. Um, yeah, it was, you know, but like I tell people, you know, when they ask about that, because they're like, "Gosh, I can't believe you did that." When you love something and, and you're committed to it, it was easy. You know, as I look and reflect on it now, of course, yeah, it, it's like, wow, I can't believe I did that. Right. But I love being at Hawthorne, uh, helping support that community, uh, the students and the families there. Um, and it's still kind of weird right now not thinking that I'm going to be there to a certain degree because that's what I've known the last five years. Um, now that's kind of quickly fading because this job is uh, rather busy. Um, but it was a great experience, and I definitely I'm glad it was a part of my journey. So it is a journey, indeed, as we have talked about this. And if you have missed any of this interview this morning, I want you to go to kymnradio.net. We'll get the kind of you can listen back to the Raider Rap here. We'll get this on the program here later on today. So if you missed anything with John, uh, you can certainly tune in again and find out a little bit more about it about his background, where he came from, and the journey he's been on. So the journey now turned to activities director here in Northfield. So talk to me a little bit about how that came about. Um, you know, last spring, uh, you know, when Bubba d- kind of made the decision of that he preferred to be back in the classroom um, and, and not necessarily be in this role, um, you know, I had heard about it. And it was, de- you know, definitely interesting because, you know, um, again, this job for, for us as a family, it fits who we are, what we do. Uh, we're very athletic ish type of a family <laughs> and um you know with my role as, as an administrator with my wife's role with what she does you know we're we're always go 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 um so to now to have thought about okay that's open i don't have to travel to albert lee every day i could you know hopefully be in northfield and then um like i was kind of telling you earlier you know my my kids were the ones that really kind of helped uh, with this push as well in terms of yeah you need to apply and and whatnot not like i told him i don't know that i'm gonna get it so don't like you know don't bank on anything but you know if they do but they were very supportive and, and wanted to see it happen as well which is pretty cool for high school kids to right. actually want to be around their their dad, their dad. i can't yeah i can't believe it and you would you say they're 15 and 17 yep that is especially that age yeah. i can't, can't believe it but but they're very active too yeah uh our son, Isaiah, you know, he's football, basketball, track. That might be golf next spring. We'll see. Uh, and then our daughter, Amber, she's uh, volleyball, basketball, and track as well. And uh, a pretty good star. Yeah. If, uh, you know, yeah. her name shows up in the newspaper almost every week. Yeah, we're, we're very lucky that both uh, are extremely talented and gifted with what they do. They work hard in school. They work hard and, and are very, you know, again, athletic, which helps a lot. Was your wife an athlete? Yeah, she was a track uh, athlete at Cumberland as well. So uh, that's that's where when people ask, you know, where they where the kids get in England, it's, it's always it's all from mom. All from mom. <laughs> so now, again, as you look at this journey, and now you're in the activities part of this, it's it's still an administration role, mm-hmm. if you will, but. It's it is you're super involved with every single activity, and I don't think people realize that Northfield offers a plethora of activities. I mean, it's there's all kinds of stuff. It's not just athletics. Correct. It's I mean, you've got chess teams, choir teams, law teams. You've got debate teams. You've got theater. You've got 
music, choir. I don't know. Are you involved in the, the choir and the concert things like that for activities? Um, I'm, I'm involved in terms of knowing, you know, exactly kind of what's going on. Uh, they run their own programming, but it, it all kind of falls underneath the activities umbrella, if you will. So definitely in the know with a lot. And I think that was the other piece of being really interested in this role. Um, yes, it's extremely busy. Uh, there's a lot to it, and I'm still learning uh, a lot every day. Um, but that was the intrigue with actually the position of, you know, I am looking forward to learning all of these different systems, uh, how to collaborate with multiple different people acro you know, across the building or across the community. Um, so that's the, the fun about the challenge overall is trying to, you know, put all those pieces together so that we can offer great experiences for our students and, and our community. Well, you've been on the job since July 1, and we're only in the August here, so you only had a couple of months here. Um, was it kind of put your feet to the fire kind of a deal, or or how have you adapted to, you know, is is what you anticipated what you are, ex half, what's happening right now, you know? I think uh, now that activities is actually starting, like you can see people on the football field right now, and, and games happening at Memorial, and, and sending kids and you know, coaches to, you know, different communities to, to play events, you know, that's where... That's kind of what I envisioned, of course, like when you first start taking the job, you know, between July 1 and then up to where sports started. I mean, there's so much in the background that happens in terms of, you know, scheduling, you know, not only the games, but are, are the referees there? Uh, are there any other events that, that are any conflicts? Um, you know, how's the concession stand? Are we working with the booster club? And, you know, there's just so many different things to, uh, again, to get to know and learn. Um, and that's why it's such a fun puzzle. And I think, again, now that you're starting to see the games and the events happen, um, that's when it's going to start, in my mind, kind of being that role that maybe I envisioned or, you know, thought of and, uh, like, okay, that's what kind of an activities director does. Right. Um, so it's starting to happen. Um, but the, the, the school district overall has been fantastic with helping support me learn so many different things because it is it, it's i've been in a couple other school districts of course and each district has their own way about doing different things and although i get to come back to northfield and it's not completely new um it's just it's new on this side of uh, the administration side activity side and there's just so many different systems that so i need to learn and ask questions about and um and my biggest thing is to again hopefully not mess anything up from right. what Bubba um, <laughs> set up because it's, uh, you know, again, just want to make sure everything goes off without a hitch. Well, I'm, I'm assuming Bubba is probably, if you ever needed to, you could pick up the phone and go, Bubba, oh, yeah. what about this? We, you know, um, Prior to July 1, we probably met 20 to 30 hours just talking through different things, him, t you know, talking through, you know, whatever it may be. And even now. Uh, he has been a fantastic resource, along with Tom Groutman, Kevin Merkel, um, you know, previous activities directors here in Northfield, along with uh, any and all the like the big nine. I mean, everyone has been great. And uh, so that, I mean, if I do have a question or I do have a need with anything, I've got a lot of different resources to reach out to to try to, you know, understand the answer and then try to make things happen. So, principal... Is that more 
I don't know, classroom type of related stuff? Or, I mean, are you, do you technically work for the principal now? Or how does that all work? How does that, when you go from principal to here? Yeah, Mr. Byer, again, great, great guy. I really appreciate what he's been able to do, you know, not only for myself, but just kind of observing how he interacts with the building. Uh, he is technically, I guess, my, uh, would be my direct supervisor there in the building. Uh, and so to go from principal, you know, to this role, you know, I guess technically, yes, there's a little bit of a difference, but at the same time, um, like I've told a couple other people, you know, I've been an assistant principal, I've been an assistant coach. I know how to be, I guess, in that role. Um, cause yes, we have different labels in terms of like our, like here's your job description, but in the end, uh, you know, and I can just speak for the. The high school there i mean because there's more administrators in that one location you know we're all on the same team we all want the same things in terms of a great experience for kids um you know and to support them with whatever they need so uh you know shane leads it we kind of fill in where we need to we all have our roles and you know try to make a, a great thing happen right. there at the high school well you know a, a smart administrator and a smart manager always brings on people that can handle you know, that role. I mean, that's, that's, a, that's a smart person to be able to do that. You bring in the right talent sure. to help fill your team, mm-hmm. right? You can't do it all yourself. So bring in the people that can. Yeah. And obviously they brought in you because they thought with your experience and the journey you've been on sure. that you're, you were the best fit for the, for the program, which is awesome. Quickly, we'll wrap things up here in just a minute with John Hall, but um, is there any type of vision that you have or anything like that that you and maybe Bubba's talked about and the principal and whatever just as an activities director you've got to have a goal you have to have something going on in front of you to 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 motivate you when you when you took the position on was there something that you looked at as a whole and envisioned for the program that's a great question um I don't know that there's any one thing I mean really my my hope right now and as we're moving forward is just to try to, again, listen and learn and, and try to just understand as much as I can about the position, about the needs. And, and as I move forward, you know, trying to uh, track and keep notes of, okay, here are different things that we need. Here are different things that um, we can do so that, and it kind of goes along with our district uh, vision for this year of elevating. We want to elevate what we do for all of our students across the school district. And I think that's the, when you think about the activities department, you know, I mean, we want to be able to elevate our coaches, you know, to continue to learn and and support uh, our student athletes. Um, I want to be able to, you know, help all the different programming pieces that we have for our students to be leaders within the building. so that yes, they can lead now, but then when they leave the high school, you know, they can be hopefully as independent as possible and make great choices for themselves with whatever they want to do. Um, you know, there's facilities conversations there about, you know, how do we elevate what we currently have? Um, and that's a bigger picture thing. Um, so I, I guess I go back to, there isn't any one thing yet at this point that really sticks out. It's truly, learn and understand what, what we're currently working with and then how do we elevate so we can take it to the next level so we can offer 
you know, excellent opportunities for our students. Like you said earlier, just just don't mess it up. <laughs> it's as simple as that. It's, a, it's a, just don't mess things up. All right. Well, John, I appreciate you coming into the program today. It was uh, nice to meet you, and uh, we look forward to a successful season. Um, the Raiders had quite a year last year. I mean, we had guys, they, they went to the state tournament in hockey and um, baseball. and I mean, it's, they've, had a, they've had quite a year. Yeah. So uh, don't mess it up, will you? I'm going to do my best to not. I appreciate it. John Mahal, Activities Director for the Northfield Raiders. We're going to take another break, and when we come back, we'll have Meet the Raider. We'll get to meet some of the soccer stars for this year's team. You're listening to the Raider Rap right here on 95.1, the one KYMN. Water or fire damage? The experts at Service Master by Iat provide peace of mind when disaster strikes your home or business. Don't know what to do next? We do. Demand the yellow van and call Service Master by Iat today. Demand the yellow van. Heritage Dental Care in Northfield is a general dental clinic specializing in a variety of dental procedures and services. New patients and emergencies are welcomed five days a week. Heritage Dental Care is a proud supporter of Northfield Athletics and wish all of our athletes the best of luck this season. Make an appointment today with Dr. David Bruss, Dr. David Buck, or Dr. Michael Thompson. Go Raiders! Remember that special teacher who took the time to work with you one-on-one after school, helping you finally pass that difficult subject? Well, it's like that with the mortgage lenders at Merchants Bank when you're buying a new home. Let's face it, home buying is unfamiliar and can be overwhelming. Merchants lenders know this, so like their special students, they'll help you understand different financing options and weigh the pros and cons of each. In the end, your passing grade will be the financing that fits you and a house that you'll be happy to call home. Merchants Bank, equal housing lender, loan subject to Whether you need sales or service, it's savings all around at Apple Chevrolet Northfield now through Labor Day. Get a $1,000 trade-in bonus cash on any vehicle purchase, plus one whole year's worth of free oil changes, tire rotations, and car washes. And not only that, when you come in for a test drive, you'll get 50% off your next oil change. With our best vehicle selection in over a year and over 800 used vehicles to choose from, you're sure to find the perfect fit. These deals won't last. Hurry in before September 4th to get a $1,000 bonus cash, plus a whole year of service perks this Labor Day at Apple Chevrolet Northfield. We'll see you Hi, here. Dr. Michael Ritchie, Ritchie Eye and LASIK. Listen, summer is here. Kids are out of school. The boat is finally in the lake and the grill is always hot. It's a celebration of summer. At Ritchie Eye and LASIK, we're here to celebrate with you. Live the summer free of glasses and contacts with our celebration of summer LASIK deal. Get up to $500 off your LASIK surgery, but this is a limited time offer. So call today. Ritchie Eye Clinic and LASIK Center, Faribault. World-class LASIK, small town traffic. RitchieEyeClinic.com. And good morning. Welcome back to the Raider Wrap with Jimmy LaRue and Liz Campbell, Evan Lowe, all here this morning for you. John Mahal just leaving the program here on his way out the door. 
And we want to thank John for taking the time out this morning. I know it's uh, been a busy, crazy day for a lot of people. The uh, scrimmage football, varsity scrimmage going on. You can also catch that on Northfield Live. If you haven't subscribed to that, you can do that as well. So multiple schools in town this morning, and that's all going on over Memorial Field over there by the high school. And that's uh, happening yet this morning. Coming up at 11 o'clock, it's going to be soccer. It's a JV soccer match. That'll be going on over here at the Northfield Spring Creek Park Soccer Complex. And then at 1 o'clock, the varsity will head out and uh, take on, it looks like, New Prague as well. And we'll have uh, some uh, updates of some of the Raider scoreboard coming up here in just a couple of minutes as well. But in the interim, we need to meet the Raider with Liz Campbell. And Evan Liu. I think we're pretty evenly matched, so it's going to be a really good game. We were able to do some great bonding. We were able to get all of our kinks worked out. I think our team dynamic is very strong already. Like finding each other on the field, knowing how we play. It was just a couple of little things that can be easily fixed. We're willing to give 110% for our teammates. Excited to see where the effort takes us this year. Hello and good morning, everybody. Welcome back to Meet the Raider, the number one youth-led Northfield sports radio show hosted by yours truly, Liz Campbell. And Evan Lowe. Today we're talking about soccer with girls' captains, Ani Quas, Gracie Freiberg, and Amelia Rosenhammer. Thank you for joining us today. Thanks for having us. Season started last Monday. How have the first couple days and weeks of practice been? I'd say they've been pretty good. We've done lots of good conditioning, which (laughs) I feel like personally was really good for the team. To build off of what Ani said, yeah, we've had a really good with conditioning and we've had a good few practices. We also were able to go to Duluth the weekend between now and then. Mm -hmm. Last weekend. Yeah, last weekend. (laughs) And we were able to do some great bonding. We were able to get all of our kinks worked out. It was a great experience for us, and it's really benefited our team. Yep, we played in a jamboree. In Duluth. In Duluth, a tournament. It's beautiful. Mm-hmm. Yeah, I think they covered that pretty well. Um, ready to get into games. We have a busy season, lots of fun games, conference, non-conference, extra fun people. It'll be good. Yeah, and kind of talking about games... We had the season opener last night here at home against Farmington. How would we say that went for the team? I would say it wasn't terrible, but it was just a couple of little things that can be easily fixed. So I think our team dynamic is very strong already, and we work really well together, and it's just a couple of little things that we like watch film and fix it. Yeah, well, Ani, it's early in the season, so... You've got lots of time to work on those little things. Mm-hmm. Yeah, and to build off of that with Ani, um, Farmington is probably the best team we're going to play. They're a big school. They're not in our section. So it was honestly a really amazing result to get 0-4 against them. I We played really well. Like Ani said, there was a few mistakes, but we did really good against them, especially for them being a higher level than us. So, Gracie, earlier you talked about the weekend trip to Duluth. And that was in between the two weeks. So I'm guessing the first week was kind of tryout-based, and then going into Duluth, you were kind of with your team, or how did that look? Yeah, so we first started off with tryouts. We shortened our tryouts. Um, We usually do Monday through Thursday, and then Friday is our first practice. But this year we did 
Monday through Wednesday. Thursday was our first practice with our teams. And then we went to Duluth as a varsity and JV. But then we played our games separately. And then we were able to do bounding separately too. But so we got to bond with both groups together and separate, which was really great for RGS since we're trying to rebuild. Yeah, so with Duluth building off of that, we had like some team bonding stuff together combined Friday night, split into games Saturday, split into team bonding Saturday, and then concluded just like a very sleepy bus ride home on Sunday. <laughs> so it was super fun. Lots of stuff to do together with your teammates. Yeah, Amelia, what type of team bondings did you all do in Duluth? Uh, we did team dinner. Like, all of our meals were together, but we did dinner out Friday night and then just walked around Canal Park, which is a tourist location in Duluth. And then Saturday, we had a team grill out, so brought lots of different food, grills, um, nice stuff. And then just hung out with individual teams, talked through what I want our season to look like and so forth. Yeah, that's super fun. I don't think there's a better place to be with the team than Duluth. It's so cool up there. Yeah, to build off of what Amelia said, too, we also were able to choose, like, what we did with our bonding, which is really great because we got to learn who's, like, leaders of our group and how do we mesh together. And then we also <laughs> were able to combine together. We actually had three girls who went on a walk and went missing for an Long hour. Long walk. <laughs> so we were a able to... walk. Yeah. We were able to really bond together because we were all a little scared, so we were able to bond over that, working together and waiting out. (laughs) And kind of talking about the summer before the season started, how did you guys and the team prepare for this upcoming season? Yeah, so we started um, captain's practice really early. It was the Monday after school got out, and... We tried to do, so we did four days of captain's practice, but obviously all three of us couldn't be at everyone. We just wanted to give everyone an opportunity to come to as much as they can. So say they have work in the morning, we made Monday, Wednesday, later at night, and then say some had work at night, then we made Tuesday, Thursday in the morning, which was nice. Yeah, and another thing that Ani didn't mention is we also had Sunday practices with our coach. Um, So every Sunday we'd practice with Blake, and then we also had a running schedule out that our coach produced. So it was helpful for girls who couldn't make it or were too busy with clubs. They would do the running schedule, hopefully. Yeah, and Amelia, so coming off of last season and this so last season before last preseason versus this past preseason what were the numbers like were there any changes in how many people were attending these summer practices summer practice attendance was slightly higher this year the difference was last year we had primarily the same girls at every summer practice versus this year we had more like we had different girls at different practices so overall more girls were attending and then start of the season last year we had like 30 or 32 girls registered, and this year we had like 48 or 50. So huge increase in numbers, which is awesome. Fielded full, uh, three full teams. Um, so we were able to kick off that third team with really, really good numbers this year. That's awesome, Amelia. Yeah, something I can build off of that too is like even looking at us, um, us captains, we're all seniors. We haven't had a three teams since my eighth grade year. So it's really great to get three teams back within like a four-year period Mm -hmm. and 
besides the increase in girls, how does the team look or feel different this year? I think our team dynamic this year, I feel like we work a lot better than we did last year. Like finding each other on the field, knowing how we play, I feel like we are doing a lot better job this year. And I think Duluth really helped with that, like getting that like deeper connection. Yeah, to build off of Ani, we also have a lot more drive this year, a lot more want to win. Not saying we didn't not want to win last year, but this year we are really challenging for the ball. We're doing those sprints. Um, we're putting all the effort in, which there were some games last year that we lacked a little. Yeah, just going off of that, I agree with what was said. We're all we're willing to give 110% for our teammates, which is huge. People are willing to play a position they've never played before if the team needs it. People are willing to run at the goal, that extra sprint when you want to just stay back because you're tired. So excited to see where the effort takes us this year. Yeah, and kind of going off of that, what is RGS's focus this season? Yeah, so this year we were really working on maintaining possession and if something's not open up the field, switching it back to the defense and then switching the field to the other side and just really maintain that possession. Last year we really struggled with turnovers in our end of the field, and so that counterattack from our half of the field was really hard to get back, and those turnovers in our like final third really hurt us last year. So I think just maintaining possession and finding each other yeah, also with that, possession is Blake's main idea and main focus for the season. Um, he keeps using the word opportunity also. Um, he, We have the opportunity to do great things, especially with the new class change. So we're going to use the opportunity to go farther than we have before and go to state, hopefully, end goal. Yeah, we're just going to keep trying to work together, build our cohesiveness, and build the ball at the field. Once we build the ball at the field, they'll focus on putting it in the net putting the net, score goals, and win games. Hopefully that gets us far. Yeah. And Amelia, earlier on in the interview, you talked about the increase in numbers. Do you think there's any specific things that changed on the team that led to the increase of, like, 20 girls this season? Yeah, so one of the biggest things, if not the biggest thing, is our investment in younger girls. We have started bringing ball girls, honorary captains in to experience the high school so, girl soccer atmosphere as fourth, fifth, sixth graders. Um, so this is huge for these girls. They get to look forward to something. And then for captain's practices, we encourage all girls coming who are eighth grade older. Um, that way they can see that role model. We encourage them to come to games as well. Because if you have someone you look up to, you want to push to be just like them, come, you know, build through the program. I don't know. And building off of Amelia with the cuts of the middle school we are pulling up eighth graders we're still actually pulling up eighth graders even though tryouts are done in hopes that we can bring them into the program and that they don't get just forgotten over the season we're not clear on seventh grade yet to be honest i'm not sure if there's a plan yet but hopefully we can figure something out soon and from a senior perspective an upperclassman perspective are there any underclassmen that we should be looking out for in the coming years yeah, I'd say one that stuck out to me personally is Alea. She is just super aggressive and just plows through people, just is really looking to get to the ball. And yeah, that, and that's what we're looking for in these underclassmen. Yeah, and I'm a goalkeeper, so 
I definitely focus more on the goalkeepers, but I definitely believe our new freshman, Linnea, she is going to be amazing. She ha has everything started really well. She has great form, great everything. There's a few things here and there that we're tweaking, and I could see her starting varsity next year being a great addition to the team. And so you talked about the training trip to Duluth and how that was a team bonding experience for the team. Are there any other planned team bondings that you have for the future upcoming weeks? We have been doing fundraisers, so those are fundraising for our program, but also team bonding in the sense that we're all hanging out together and working towards a common goal. We have team meals once a week on, so, okay, I lost my train of thought. With team meals once a week, we get together as a team at someone's house for varsity or at the fields for JV and share a meal together, get to know each other better, so that's huge. We're also in the works of having a couple more. Sorry. Yeah, and to build here. off of Amelia, we do have a lot of things we do that can be considered team bonding, like bus rides. Everyone will talk together. Um, we'll play games, and once someone hears about it, they'll join in. Um, and then also, of course, like every once in a while, every home game or like sometimes away games, we'll go to Applebee's together. So we'll just build in little ones randomly throughout the year, too. Yeah, I think they got it. <laughs> <laughs> and if you're just tuning in to Meet the Raider, we are meeting with senior girls soccer captains, Ani Quas, Gracie Freiberg, and Amelia Rosenhammer. Especially this being all of your senior seasons, do you have any personal goals that you would like to achieve before you leave RGS? Personally, I want to win state. <laughs> I think that would be such an awesome opportunity, and I really think this team has the capabilities to do it. Yeah, I agree with Ani. Um, I would love to win state. I remember my eighth grade year and even my ninth grade year watching the girls go and compete at a higher level of state, and it was so incredible. So I would love to do that too. But also, we've had a few struggles within the last few years. So I, my biggest goal is to have like a team that works together and will dominate and have fun. Personally, I'm excited. Like, yes, I want to win state. That would all be amazing, but I'm also excited to be able to leave the team just, like, better than we all found it. We've all worked so hard on rebuilding and having that next generation, like, having them have something to look forward to, to having role models to look up to, having people to be like, oh, I want to be like them, I want to play like them, good people on and off the field. So I'm excited just to continue to build that legacy of RGS, having people come through the program better than they entered it. And kind of talking about senior year as a whole, is there anything you guys are excited for, this being your last year of high school? I mean, I'm sad because I know there's going to be a lot of tears, but senior night is always such a great turnout, um, always amazing. You get so much support. You get all the people you love coming. I love having my family at every game, so to have my families come on the field and celebrate with me, that will be amazing. But also being able to be a role model, be there for the younger girls. Senior year, I'm excited for. Soccer will be super fun. Excited to leave, hopefully on a high note, with a lot of wins. Uh, but then past senior year, just excited to see all the fun senior experiences, do lots of fun things. Yeah, I'm just excited for the season, and it'll be sad when it's over, but I feel like just senior year as a whole, anyone I've talked to, they said senior year is the best year of high school, so... Hopefully that lives up to be true. <laughs> yeah, I'm hoping so. And so kind of looking at the season from a personal perspective, 
Is there anything you're aiming to accomplish as a goal for yourself? Well, for me, I last year I was majority of the season second in state for saves. Um, and I was all-conference. So my goal this year is to continue my strong streak um, and hopefully bring all state to that would be a really cool goal. Yeah, just to keep up the good streak. For me, with each game, I try to just shut down their best player if she's the top striker or just try to stop their playmaker, whoever it is that builds their offense for them. So to continue to do that with each team we play, rather than a few would be awesome. Yeah, then building off of what Amelia said, although I'm not a defender, um, one of my goals is to just keep finding the runs that my forwards make and making those helping runs and scoring. So, <laughs> Are you guys looking to continue playing? I know Gracie, you are. Gracie's looking at a couple schools. Um, I don't know. I'm kind of in the middle. It really depends where I want to go and what schools I like. And, yeah, it really just depends. I've been talking to a couple coaches, but I'm just not sure if I want to play. Yeah, like Ani said, like, I'm not quite sure yet. And as Liz says, yes, I definitely do want to play. This summer I played at a semi-pro level, and it was incredible. I just want to keep building. Um, so my goal is to go to college, D2 or higher, which level doesn't matter in the end of it. But um, I'm right now in the top our talks with a few D2 colleges, so hopefully I will have an answer for you soon on which one I commit to. But yeah, but the goal is to continue past college, and if it ends up not working out, I am hoping to minor in coaching so that I can eventually coach the higher level. Yeah, for me, I'm similar to Ani. I'm looking to go to schools, like bigger schools. I have some in mind that are literally all around the country, <laughs> um, and would love to play in college. I'm not sure if that will work out or not. I've talked with a couple coaches. I could have the opportunity, but still figuring that out. It's hard with COVID, especially as a 24. Um, it's really messed up recruitment for us. So it's kind of a hard thing where everyone's behind and you're just trying to find that one school that's behind. And so we're all trying to work on that right now. So it really just depends on how those processes go. Yeah. And so, Ani, you talked about basketball. Is there... Are you kind of thinking about playing basketball in college, or if you did play, would it probably be soccer? Yeah, I would not play basketball in college. <laughs> I played a lot, like, year-round growing up, and I just kind of got burnt out, honestly. And so, yeah, if I were to play any sport, it would definitely be soccer. And over the years of your time in RGS or just playing soccer in general, what has been your favorite memory or, like, your highlight? Yeah, so there's definitely a lot of good memories, but um, one of my favorites was definitely freshman year in the section something game, and it went into PKs, and I just remember being so scared, and everyone made me go first, and just making it was, and then winning the game was just such a good feeling. Yeah, this is my fifth year in RGS, so I definitely have a lot of memories. But probably my best, they're very simple ones, but my best memories have to be goalie practice. There was one year that I was paired up with two older goalkeepers, Mariana and Jordy Detling, who is actually one of our volunteer coaches. <laughs> they have become my best friends and supporters. So those little moments I shared with them, they made me happiest. And also they really are what pushed me to become better. 
couple full circle moments I would say are probably some of my favorite memories. I had always looked up to a couple players such as like McKenna and Cece and by my freshman year I was playing with them on varsity so that was super super cool and then likewise I've known players who have looked up to me who I am now playing with my senior year so it's kind of both full circle moments that are just so cool and show the opportunities you can provide when you invest in that younger group of girls. And before a game how do you each get mentally ready? So usually for me I just put my headphones in and I don't listen to like pump I just like listen to my country playlist and just warm up and it just calms me down if I'm like super nervous and then I just go out and play. Yeah, to build off of Ani, I also put my headphones in. A few of you might think I'm weird for this, but I listen to podcasts, typically true crime. It's something that soothes me. <laughs> I know that's really weird, but it's something that soothes me, and I take that moment to calm down, relax, and then as soon as I get on the field, I'm like, nothing matters. Start with the same routine every single time, nail it in. This is what I do. This, this, this. Gets me in the same mood every single time. Yeah, so... My pregame stuff, I guess you could say it kind of starts the night before. I just try to, like, really relax, get a good night's sleep. And then day of, you know, eat a little bit before, just start, like, thinking about the game, thinking about our, our opponent, trying to remember anything I know about them, which doesn't always work, but, you know. And then once I get there, I often have a couple just logistical things that I have to do, and so that just kind of helps me go through that same routine every time, get in the mode, ready to play. Mm -hmm. I don't know. Start warm-ups. Lots of energy. It's fun. Yeah, and soccer is definitely a lot of running. Would you say that you carbo load before a big game? Yeah, usually the night before I like to have pasta. So, And then also going off of what Amelia said, I like to get a good night's sleep and kind of just like watch film. Yeah, to build off of what Ani said, it's very easy to carbo load because as a team we have dinners and we typically will do pastas and like of course have sides and stuff, but we'll make sure we have a big partner beforehand that we'll share. And so you guys have a game against New Prague tomorrow here at home at 1 p.m. How are we feeling kind of coming into that? I'm feeling really ready. Watched lots of film on their games from last year, and I think we're pretty evenly matched, so it's going to be a really good game. I hope to see everyone there. Yep, every kink that we were having is all worked out now between Duluth and Farmington. And like Ani said, we're really close match, so it's going to be a challenging game that we're going to compete really well against, or it's just going to be a fun game for everyone to come cheer at. So be there. Be there, 1 p.m., Memorial Field. Yeah, be good. I'm excited. <laughs> all right, well, best of luck on your game tomorrow and the rest of your season, and thank you all for coming in today. Thank yes, you. Thank, thank you. you. If you missed part of this interview live or want to listen to it again, head to our website, kymnradio.net, and tap on the sports header. That is a wrap on this week's Meet the Raider with your hosts, Liz Campbell and Evan Lowe. Keep tuning in this week for more sports on KYMN 95.1 The One.
Drive your student to the games and get paid. Many of us would love an extra flexible way to earn money. Benjamin Bus has many driving positions available, including vans that won't require a CDL, small and regular sized school buses. These positions offer flexible hours, days off when kids are out of school. You can even bring your kids to work with you and get paid to watch their games. Benjamin Bus offers on-site training and testing, along with wages up to $24 an hour. No experience is necessary. Stop by Benjamin Bus on Highway 3 in Northfield and we'll be happy to answer any questions. Community banking at its best. Whether you are looking to improve your financial future, planning to buy a new home, or considering a mortgage, Heritage Bank in Northfield can help. Our ability to make decisions locally provides you the highest level of service at competitive rates. Your finances and home are important to you, and having a staff that you can trust makes all the difference. We make banking easy with real estate specialists and loan officers ready to help you. Stop by Heritage Bank on Highway 3 or contact us at heritagebankmn.com and see how the professionals at Heritage Bank can help you build your future. The economic pulse of Northfield is beating, and your business is a part of it. Make sure you stay connected to that pulse with the Northfield Area Chamber of Commerce. They can help you form the connections and partnerships that can take your business to the next level. Networking events are great opportunities to get your business in front of new people and to make strong connections with other Northfield Area business owners. The Northfield Area Chamber of Commerce knows how important your business is to our community. Stay connected to the economic pulse of Northfield. Go to northfieldchamber.com. Join and take your business to the next level. At Community Resource Bank, you can bank from anywhere, anytime you want. The CRB mobile banking app makes it easy to keep track of your balances, pay bills, transfer funds between accounts, and deposit checks any time of day or night. With branches in Northfield, Cannon Falls, and Roseville, we can offer solutions for businesses, residential, and investment accounts. Community Resource Bank. Let's bank together. Member FDIC and Equal Housing Lender. The graphic mailbox is in the River Park Mall. With all of your mailing and printing needs. We can pack it up, ship it out, and get it down the road. Fabricate a sign or a banner. We work hard to know our products. We can find what works for you. And set you up with everything you need. The graphic mailbox is in the River Park Mall. Welcome back to the Raider Wrap right here on KYMN 95.1 The One. Absolutely fantastic, beautiful day on the way here today. Sunny skies, warming up to 74 tonight. Clear skies and 54 tomorrow. Sunny, 77. Clear skies tomorrow night and a low of 58. Sunshine on Monday, high of 82. Clear skies on Monday night with a low of 57. Sunshine again on Tuesday, high of 78. Clear skies on Tuesday, Cooling off to 55. And on Wednesday, you guessed it, sunshine and a high of 79. Wednesday night, you're right again. It's going to be clear skies again and a low of 60. So plenty of sunshine on the way. we got a few clouds hanging around here, but mostly sunny for the most part here uh, today. Looking to get to about 74, so we're at 69 with partly sunny skies. Uh, but again, another beautiful day. It should be uh, pretty Moderate, light light winds out there, but nothing too major. And a quick recap of uh, 
scoreboard, Raiders scoreboard over the week. Uh, they did get everything up and running and things started. So on Thursday night, the Raider girls volleyball team opened their uh, season against Farmington. It was kind of a, the Raider or the Farmington Tigers were here or we were there or we were back and forth. But either way, it was, it was pretty much Farmington in the house all week. The Raiders ousted the Tigers in four sets of the five set series. Northfield took the first two matches decisively, 25 to 15 and 25 to 13. Farmington, however, fought back in the third and won a close one, 25 to 22. Northfield then secured the win in the fourth match, 25 to 15, to win that season opener. Hannah Kouster averaged four and a half kills per set, and Amber Mahal had five blocks on the night with uh, Lucy Larson averaging three and a half digs per set. Tegan Janes and Hannah Kouster had three serving aces as well on the night. The Northfield boys soccer, they lost their season opener. They were, again, in Farmington. They took on Farmington. They lost that one two to nothing. <clears throat> and the, as you heard, the Raiders girls soccer team, had their home opener at Memorial Field Thursday night. They were defeated 4 to nothing against the Tigers. And the girls' player of the game went to senior captain Gracie Freiberg with 14 saves in the goal for the Raiders that night. And the girls' tennis competed in triangular on Thursday as they opened up the season against Albert Lee and Rochester Mayo. We have not gotten any results with that, with regards to that. But hopefully here in the next couple of weeks, we're going to get Beth Lacan on the program and uh, maybe talk a little bit of girls' tennis along the way. And of course, we'll have Brent Ewell coming up to talk about Raider football. I know that's a big, big deal for a lot of fans out there as well. We've got the cross-country coaches, Janice Smith and Nicole Porath, coming up on the programs here in the next couple of weeks as well. So a lot of a lot of fun and excitement going on. A lot of excitement with the new buzz with John Mahal in the in the uh, head seat of the activities director there as well. And uh, springboarding off of last year, what a great successful year that the uh, all the Raiders teams, actually all the activities that they did, that they participated in, uh, did really, really well last year. And uh, a lot of those players are returning, so we're hoping for a lot of a lot of activities going on and a lot of programs to be successful again this year. Don't forget to check everything out at NorthfieldLive.com. And I think they were filming the varsity scrimmage over there at Memorial Field. So if you want to tune in and check it out, if you can't get out to the to the field and watch the play-by-play of the Northfield Raiders team, well, head on over to NorthfieldLive.com. Well, that's a, that's a wrap. Yep, time to go. Um, Got to get outside and get me some vitamin D and enjoy the lovely sunshine. It's just a couple minutes after 11 o'clock. Thanks for joining us this morning. You can join us every morning from 10 until 11 for the Raider Wrap with Liz Campbell and Evan Lowe and meet the Raider along with the Raider scoreboard. Check us back at kymnradio.net. Go to programs, click on the Raider Wrap, and then click today's date, and uh, you can listen back to all the interviews and discussions right here. On 95.1, the one, K-Y-M-N, and AM 1080. Have a good day, people. We'll talk to you next week. We all know Thomas Gardens offers a wide range of fresh, locally grown veggies, sweet corn, and garlic. Now you can get ready for the fall season at Thomas Gardens with fall flowers and straw bales. They have seeds, topsoil, and worm castings. Grab some locally made maple syrup, honey, and jam. Check them out on Facebook, then stop by. Open 9 to 6, Monday through Saturday, and Sunday 10 to 4 to shop from a local family business. Thomas Gardens and Nursery, conveniently located along Highway 20 between Faribault and Northfield.
Whether you need sales or service, it's savings all around at Apple Chevrolet Northfield now through Labor Day. Get a $1,000 trade-in bonus cash on any vehicle purchase, plus one whole year's worth of free oil changes, tire rotations, and car washes. And not only that, when you come in for a test drive, you'll get 50% off your next oil change. With our best vehicle selection in over a year and over 800 used vehicles to choose from, you're sure to find the perfect fit. These deals won't last. Hurry in before September 4th to get a $1,000 bonus cash, plus a whole year of service perks this Labor Day at Apple Chevrolet Northfield. We'll see you the here. The Minnesota Lottery Viking Scratch Game is the official scratch game of the Minnesota Vikings. You could win up to $100,000 or second chance prizes, including season tickets or an away game trip. That's officially exciting. Minnesota Lottery. I'm in. Must be 18 or older to play. One smile is great. But one smile in a community of smiles is so much better. Learn how Smile Train is helping the cleft lip and palate community at smiletrain.org learn. 95.1, the one station where you won't hear the same songs hour after hour. 